Ladies and gentlemen, I would use Baby Groot as firewood to keep Baby Yoda warm, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> we all would. <laughs> oh, cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello! Hey! Hello there! I am a Kendall Richardson. And I'm a Wayne Stellini. Hey, welcome to a podcast called Friends. Welcome one and all. Yes. Welcome everybody. Oh man. I do love Baby Groot, but boy. Boy oh boy. Still not over Baby Yoda. Right. So Kendall, you're not turning your back on the MCU franchise like we all hoped. No. No, okay. No. I thought this was, you know, a sign of things to come for you. <laughs> I thought Finally, she's seen the light. No, not no, st- still seduced by the dark side. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Uh, it'll never change. Um, <laughs> Wayne, my dear. Yes. How are you? How's your week? I am lovely, thank you. Good. And the week has been a busy one. Yes. Uh, because, and I know that you have had a busier week than I have (laughs) because we both work in retail Uh, and we've already shared horror stories off mic. Yes. But yes, I, uh, yes, look, had a really busy and productive week, Mm -hmm. uh, creatively and, um, the, the job that keeps the the roof over my head (laughs) as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, we've just had a black Friday. Yes, we have. And in Australia, it starts on the on you know we well we started on the friday sometimes earlier as well but yeah some people start thursday nights yeah Yeah. um but you know saturday is i guess the big day because that's when it's friday in the northern hemisphere yes (laughs) correct and we then turn that into a cyber weekend yeah (laughs) basically into cyber monday as well yes so it's yeah it's it's a long haul for us it is uh it was fun and messy and exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. You know what? It, so- it sounds like a night out, but just not quite as enjoyable or memorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, well, yeah. So I mean, work was work was good. I mean, I I, I do like some of the crazy days because oh, yeah. my shop is is relatively quiet compared to yours, mm-hmm. so I don't get the crazy days that often. No. Uh, but you do understand that you just want to sort of, um, you know keep people <laughs> at a distance yes. and yes so like i didn't actually work on the black friday itself kendall but i was at work on saturday morning and i come in smiling and my team leader just sort of looks at me his face was like oh <laughs> <laughs> how dare you yes and he was kind of like, i think just like a few hours into his shift he's like i have no idea what is wrong with people <laughs> and he came over to my part of the shop which is quieter than the bit that he normally looks after and he's just there folding clothes and he just needed the breather. <laughs> and of course, as soon as he says that his phone rings mm. and you could just hear him, a, st- a team member is asking something and it seems like the most obvious question. So I'm like, okay, I know who's calling you. Cause you know, there's always that one team member that should know better, but just doesn't Yeah, yeah it's like, come on, you should kind of know how this all works now. And I'm like, yeah, I can see why. 
our beloved team leader is feeling really frustrated today because, you know, some of our customers are a little needy, especially during sales period. Oh, yes. And some of our team members <laughs> don't work well under pressure. So I'm like, I wonder you're frustrating because you're getting stupid phone calls like that. <laughs> but it was overall. Look, I think I had a, I had a, a bit of weekend uh, you know, a Black Friday slash Cyber Weekend than most people did. So I can't complain. Oh, good. That's yes. good. But won't lie, exhausted. Worked all the way, uh, you know, uh, Saturday, Sunday. And mm-hmm. yeah, came home really tired and just had just crashed. I was, it was this bad, Kendall. I got home Saturday and I came home at a reasonable time because I didn't have to close the shop. And I'm just looking at the time. I'm just feeling what I'm feeling. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. I can't even watch an episode of The Crown. I'm going to bed. (laughs) That's how serious it was. That's how exhausting it was. I was like, I can't even do it. I know that if I start it, I will fall asleep within 15 minutes. I was that tired. Oh, no. So, yes. So, I am still going through The Crown, actually. I've been doing that a lot this week since we last spoke. Amazing. I am loving it so much. so good? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Holy crap. So, I'm just past the halfway mark. Okay, cool. Awesome. um, When uh, the last episode of was Charles in Wales. How good is that episode? It was a great episode. I love the young man who plays Charles. Yes, Josh O'Connor. Fantastic. The the amazing woman who plays Princess Anne. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't she perfect? She is amazing. She's like a spitfire and the way she speaks, I just, it doesn't match up with how she looks and, and yeah. like her personality, but I just love it. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> She's brilliant. I, and I love the dynamics between Charles and Anne as well. Mm-hmm. And I love that you can see that, you know, Anne is Prince Philip's favorite child, which isn't a secret. People, no. people all know that. No, of course. And I love the way it is depicted as well. Yes. Um, especially because, you know, the, the Queen's sons are all quite sensitive and, and a bit more on the quieter side. For sure. Whereas she's a bit more sort of out there and, and gusto and things. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why Prince Philip has her <laughs> as a bit of a favourite because it matches his personality more, which is of quite course. interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, she's also known as the hardest working royal even today. That, oh, really? Yeah, that she actually um, works the hardest out of, like in terms of pay, patronage and things like that. Oh. She has, does apparently the most work. And so she's the more, the most respected a uh, wow. member of the royal family and you never see her in the spotlight never no. never makes headlines no nothing. that's why i'm like so surprised to hear that yeah like, so i think and maybe that could also be why because she just gets on with her job type thing yeah yeah, yeah. she doesn't make a big yeah. fuss over it now um, i don't think this would be in season three mm-hmm. um but so if it is you can tell me because i'm bringing it up okay but there was the um attempted kidnapping of princess anne mm. is that touched on in season three do you want to know Yes, because I know it happens. Yes. It does. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, no. You oh. mean it happens. It happens in real life. Yeah, it happens in real life. It doesn't happen in the show. Oh, okay. They so, don't mention it at all. No, it could happen in the next season. I mean, it though. could, which is, uh, yeah, I was confused with the... Um, the timeline. The timeline. Yeah. Um, because it ends It ends with her um, jubilee, like the Queen's Jubilee, 25 mm. years since she ascended to the throne. Um, it is a year out of whack, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When's because this is no no because this was a thing that was actually posted oh. when people had like the the tra- when the trailer was posted. Okay. They're like, uh, no, you've gotten the year wrong. Oh. Because you know how she was became queen as soon as her father died. Yes. And then she has a coronation quite some time afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that skews the timeline, and I think ah. the crown has done it from the moment 
she became queen, right. not actually from her coronation. I got gotcha. you. As said, so I think, but that's only a year out. I don't know. Oh, uh, so that means if that's the case, then that means that yeah, I guess her kidnapping will happen early next yeah. season. Then. Yeah, or attempted kidnapping. Or anyway. attempted kidnapping. Yes. yes, I've just I've seen an interview. Um, telling the story of it mm. and have you seen her talk about it no i haven't yeah it, it, this is how i actually learned about it i was just googling the royal family one day um, you know you link on one more videos more mm-hmm. videos and i see like this thing which is on this chat show with um who was her husband at the time mm-hmm. uh talking about it it is the most british thing you have ever seen okay. <laughs> the way that she just tells the story yeah and the way it went down <laughs> You look, you go, you are such a princess. <laughs> but I don't mean that in a flippant way. No, no. You are such an aristocrat. You know yeah. what I mean? The way she handles it. About Well, this is her version. Yes. But you believe it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if she's exaggerating or anything, but the way she says that she interacted with this man who went to kidnap her, mm. it's so funny. <laughs> Okay, so, I'll have to watch this. Yeah, I'll see if I can find a link, and um, you all should definitely um, Google it. But um, yeah, I so that's why I really was like, I I hope it's it's oh, touched upon. I mean, it would, I hope so too. Now, I mean, to be honest, Kendall, it would probably only be like five or ten minutes of the show. Like, oh, really, it is that brief and, much of a blip. and non. Yeah, of they a wouldn't do a whole episode around. You it. couldn't. No. Yeah, no, you really couldn't. No. But um, but just because I guess it's an interesting. Part of the yeah. British storyline. It's of like course. that time that that man broke into Buckingham Palace and mm. um, was in the Queen's bedroom. Like that's, mm. you know, a really interesting moment. Yes. Um, which, gosh, you would imagine they would put on the crown just because yeah. it's something we know. Yeah, for sure. Know. Um, but yeah, but I'm like such a, when I had seen the interview, I became such a huge fan of, of Princess Anne. <laughs> and now watching this uh, interpretation, representation of her in the crown. You just yes. love her even more. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. great. Yeah. I wanted to mention, I looked it up, her, uh, the actress that plays yes. Princess Anne, her name's Erin Doherty. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, um, hopefully we see her in a lot of other things if I we haven't know. already. I know. I can't wait for you to finish. Yes, I can't wait as well. Three. I'm I'm so excited to finish it. <sighs> yes. It's, uh, it's best, probably, like I think I said last week, their best season. Yeah, I'm I think. really, really enjoying it's it. It's exceptional. Yeah, I yeah. love it, love it. I'd heard some people comment that it wasn't that great but i like i was hooked five minutes into it i'm like yep i'm there oh, yeah. and, and and it hasn't waned interest whatsoever really it's no. so well, good i mean there was a reason i was able to watch like seven episodes yes. in one sitting yeah absolutely because it's just so uh, yeah anyway yeah. we could go on and on exactly we were not a quick review but like that's this has been my week. I've been yes, watching The Crown. I'm just glad you've been I didn't watching. watch as much as I can. That's all right. <laughs> because of you, Black Friday weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and look, and I've been creative as well. Like, uh, you know, I still have a play in the works. Our actors on a bit of a breather because I didn't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> One of them decided to go overseas and relax. Why not? Working hard enough for it. Mm. Which is good because it means we all get a bit of a breather as well. Um, so back into that next week, I think it is. Mm. Yes, with um, a lot of intense rehearsals now. Uh, so yeah, so being creative, watching The Crown, and uh, working for the moolah. Yes. yes. How about yourself, Kendall? Yes, also working hard for the moolah. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, the last week. No, I yeah, I've been very, very busy. Um, I, I've i been to the movies, so mm. I have a quickie review later on. Ooh, can't wait for that well, one. So I'm looking forward to chatting about that. Mm. Um, and yeah, but other than that, I've been yeah doing doing work, being at work, 
working hard and yeah. and uh, and then outside of that just kind of uh, doing Fred stuff. So yeah. You know, Watching my Star Wars. Yes, are you loving it? Yes, I am loving it. It's been fantastic. And how excited are you for part nine? Or episode nine, I should say. Episode nine, yes. Yes. Very unbelievably (laughs) excited. It's only a couple of weeks away now, so. Yes. Oh, it's going to be good. Um, I hope so. Um, But yes, so that's that. And then, um, yeah, work has just been pretty hectic, but, you know, we had a very good. Uh, turnover mm-hmm. uh, at my store so that's amazing yes. uh, amazing for everyone involved and we had the work Christmas party to celebrate Ooh, fun. Um, which was a lot of fun still a bit raw from that because <laughs> there was a bar tab oh um, gosh. yes but uh, but no everyone kept it you know within limits and reasonable and we all just had a lot there was lots of laughs lots of chats and you know, I think it was just a really nice night. Yeah, lovely. Well, it's what you want for you get together, especially yeah. end of year type oh, thing. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And most of the most of the staff turned turned up, which was also very good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Black Friday for me, the best thing we did. We all wore Hawaiian shirts. Hey. The entire store just to have some kind of fun and you know, it, it over the day. Yeah. Uh, t- was was just to you know. Have have those colorful, you know, tropical shirts going on. <laughs> yes. and yeah, that was really really cool. So, uh, but yeah, it's no, it's been good. And then obviously, you know, we're keeping up with the Mandalorian, and that's yeah, still just, loving it. Still loving it, getting yes. better and better. Because you're sacrificing week. baby Groot now. I know. <laughs> I know, which just feels like blasphemy to me. But I don't Sounds, I, it makes sense to me. I don't, I don't think I fully fully like let go of him. But <laughs> but my God, I I've. The way I used to react about Baby Groot, like, it's, it's, Baby Groot is like times 10. Wow. It's just insane. It's just insane. But I'm not going to harp on about that little cute creature. Yes. Because uh, I already have quite a bit. But, <laughs> you, um, and, you and the rest of the internet. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. But, yeah. uh, no, but it's been, yeah, it's been really good. I haven't really had much chance to be too creative, but I will say I am in early pre-production on uh, my final list for the year. For hey, Chaos, cannot wait. This is going to be an epic one. It's going to be an epic list. Yeah, that's for sure. The most epic I've done, I think. Wow, yeah. And so, like, can we, I think our audience, our faithful, loving audience, do want to know one thing that would have happened this week. Mm. How did you celebrate the 26th of November? Oh. So for our casual listeners, Kendall, would you like to remind uh, or inform our lovely listeners the significance of the 26th of November? Uh, it's, it's a day that Wayne seems <laughs> to think is... Uh, an important one in the history of the podcast. Oh, and, uh, and pop culture podcasting in general. I mean, oh, around the world. Oh, really? Yeah, I think okay. so too. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, how, so how, did you, how did you spend that? How did you acknowledge the glorious 26th of November? Uh, well. Young Kendall. I mean, I had the day off work. I went to the movies. Oh, look, we talked about that it will be a public holiday one day yeah. and you made it a public holiday I, for yourself. Yeah, just was a pure coincidence. I don't know about that. I don't know I, about I, that. I do. I don't know about that. We did discuss, you know, having 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 some steak or something to acknowledge it, you know. Yeah, to I don't really like steak. Align with our remember to eat beef tagline. Did you get your beef on mm, the Tuesday? Where's the beef? Uh, did I eat beef on Tuesday? I don't think I did okay no because it wasn't a holiday to celebrate <laughs> okay hmm. you took the day off work for it though i didn't 
Did you have to get a doctor's certificate or did you call just call in sick or use up your no, annual leave? No, there's a thing called roster day off. Oh, okay. So yes. they they prepared based on listening to last year's podcast when oh. the Kendall concession of November 2018 what, so they tri- was a thing. They time traveled forward to be like, okay, the first anniversary of the concession is going to be on a Tuesday. And from about 2014, 15 onwards, they just gave me uh, Tuesdays off. Are you saying they know time travel? No, what I'm saying saying is that last year they had heard the podcast on the 26th of November and then because your contract's always up for renewal and you've got different staff coming in and out and they have to look at the hours and the distribution of days they were like well we need to make sure that Kendall has the 26th of November off she works really hard we all know this darling we know how hard you work you earn that money. You just, you know, they don't just Thanks. give it to you. Thank we you. know Kendall works hard for the money. Yes. And they were like, you know what? If Kendall gets one day off, it should be in acknowledgement of the Kendall concession of November 2018. Because it's that important. Because it was named after you, Kendall. It really was. And that's what, that's what your lovely employee, your employers did. Because they look after you, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so you had the day off. Oh, I had the You day went off. to the movies. Yes, I did. Yeah. It was great. That was wonderful. Did yeah. you take a moment to write in your journal about how you felt on the day? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. I didn't. Oh, okay. So when you normally write in your journal, do you begin with Dear Diary or do you go Dear Log like Lisa Simpson does? <laughs> I'm just curious. You don't have to tell us. I mean, I, I can't wait for it to, pu- to be published. A year in the life of Kendall. A year in the life. It of begins me. on the twenty sixth of November, twenty eighteen. I imagine how it started. It's not like that. I've broken into your um, house and read it, but it'd be something like, "Dear Log, the greatest thing happened today. <laughs> A moment that will go down in history as one of the most significant moments in popular culture and podcasting, and I will forever be associated with it." Did it go something like that? I hate this <laughs> so much. Should we move on to the nerdy news? Oh my god. Fully a comeback. Stop him. I was just curious, that's all. No, I'm, I, you're allowed to be curious. Okay. And curiosity kills a cat for yeah. a reason. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> Oi, hey, hey, that's going too far. Oi. Oi. I'm coming, baby, don't worry. <laughs> Did the bad woman threaten you? <laughs> wow. Oh, so anyway, yeah. it's been a week. Yeah, it has been. So I think uh, let's let's have a look at what may have happened in the week that was in the nerdy news. Yes, let's do it. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time. And it has been a very, very quiet week 
in the nerdy realms uh, across the globe, uh, mostly due to the fact that last week in the United States of America it was Thanksgiving, so they don't really like to uh, announce new projects, mm. drop trailers, all of that jazz while people are on, on holidays. So, um, But we have found what we can, and we are going to bring it to you starting right now. Except I have to bring everything down a little bit to begin the show because we have to talk about the passing of the lovely actress that was Shelley Morrison. Yeah. At the age of 83, mm. um, she was ill and uh, her heart gave out very sadly. Uh, for those who don't recognize the name Shelley Morrison, she was the wonderful Rosario <laughs> in Will and Grace. Yes, she was. And she was also Sister Sixto in the Flying Nun with Sally Field mm-hmm. in the late 60s, a series regular on that program. Um, but of course, yeah, uh, contemporary audiences will know her as the lovely Rosario, no-nonsense kind of woman, <laughs> giving Karen all of the shit in the world. Yes, so deserved. Oh, absolutely deserved. Um, yes, yeah, so I, yeah, she's definitely one of the highlights from the entire, uh, the entire show. Mm. She's just brilliant. Um, but yes, she didn't end up reprising her role for the, the revival. Mm. Um, but she was on the show, uh, for, you know, the original run from 99 till 2006. And she was only supposed to be on for one episode mm. and she ended up staying for the entire show, basically due to her great rapport with Megan Mullally and yes. the rest of the cast. So she fit in like a glove. Yeah. And the show was so much better because of her. Unbelievably so much better. better yeah. Yes. Absolutely. One of the best supporting characters in yeah. sitcom. I mean, there's a reason why that every time Rosario would walk on, you would hear the audience just go nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody loved her. Yeah. Um, Shelley Morrison once said of Rosario that she's one of my all-time favorite characters. She reminds me a lot of my own mother who loved animals and children, but she would not suffer fools. Yeah. Um, it was. It is very significant to me, she said, that we were able to show an older Hispanic woman who is bright and smart and can hold her own. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, she was wonderful. So we thank her very much for her lovely work and she will definitely be missed. Absolutely. A wonderful legacy. Absolutely. Keep us laughing. Yes. 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 I look forward to rewatching yes. Will and Grace and smiling every time you come on screen, Jelly. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, moving on into other news now. Um, Simpsons fans were put through a slight ringer <laughs> in the last week or like a little spanner that was thrown in and then hastily removed. Yeah. Uh, Danny Elfman was interviewed recently um, uh, basically because, he, you know, the legendary composer was just... Mm. He's had such a career and they were going through... Uh, all of the highlights of his work and he they touched on the simpsons because for those who don't know he composed the theme mm-hmm. um the iconic theme yes to, to our, one of our favorite shows ever absolutely um and yeah and he commented that the he believed at least his the impression he had was that the simpsons was about to wrap up um so people were a bit scared um very, very bizarre. He said from, he was quoted as, well, from what I've heard, it is coming to an end. I don't know for a fact, but I've heard that it will be in its last year. Um, 
But thankfully, a hero has emerged, and that is the showrunner Al Jean, a longtime uh, worker on The Simpsons. And he has said that uh, no respect to Mr. Elfman, but we are producing season 32 starting next year and have no plans to end after that. Um, they seem to think it's kind of unclear as to why Elfman had the impression the show yeah. was ending, but uh, it's okay because The Simpsons is still alive and kicking and will keep going for as long as we all want it to. So. Yeah, it is interesting, though, that Danny himself did admittedly say that he didn't know for a fact, but he's just heard. Yes. But people took it as fact. They did. Yeah. It's so interesting. But it's true. It'd be interesting as to why... Danny would hear this and maybe not somebody else would but I don't yeah, know yeah potentially and I think maybe they the media ran with it because oh yeah like as you're about to find out listeners it, it was a slow week in the terms of the, the entertainment and nerdy yeah. news world so maybe they were just like oh let's make this into a story yeah. uh, which you know is fantastic considering it prompted the showrunner to come out <laughs> and go guys relax relax yeah. everything's fine <laughs> this is not happening so Yes, glad that The Simpsons is sticking around Why for not? a bit longer. Yeah. Always. Uh, okay, what else do we have? Uh, we've got a delay on the upcoming Godzilla vs. Kong film. Mm. Uh, sequel to, of course, uh, Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters, which came out this year. Uh, it was supposed to be coming out in March 2020, but uh, for reasons not really stated, but kind of looks like it was um they they wanted to make sure the film would be the best quality they can make it which is you know understandable when you're dealing with you know big set pieces such as this and these characters of yeah. iconic origins it's a huge you know mashup and team up and Absolutely. battle royale really yeah, yeah and it's the first time i think hollywood has really done godzilla versus kong too well I, yeah the previous one was you know from japan yeah exactly yeah. right uh, so yes, they've decided to push that back from March until the 20th of November, 2020. So not a huge setback. No. Yeah. No. A few months more to wait, but it's still coming out next year and, uh, still gives us something to look forward to, especially if you're a fan of those franchises. You know, you, you hope so though, because like, mm. I love King Kong, right? And yeah. I love Kong Skull Island. I think yeah. it's such a great... Isn't it a fun film? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It is what a popcorn entertainment monster movie should be absolutely godzilla on the other hand uh, yeah <laughs> uh, i actually haven't uh, brought myself to watch part two because part one was so dull yeah uh, my brother recently watched part two and mm-hmm. he said he thinks it's just as bad as oh, the first one he's no. like it follows the same formula and oh, he goes it's no. dull and i was like oh okay so i'm not actually in a rush to watch it okay so i'm hoping that kong um, being in Godzilla vs. Kong yeah. will follow more of the Kong, Kong style. Yeah. Yeah. Then Godzilla. Then Godzilla. Because, you know, look, uh, there's the Kong's been in movies that haven't been all that great. Yeah. To be honest, the original um, Godzilla vs. King Kong yes. um, from back in the day, I didn't find a great film, okay. to be honest. Like, I didn't actually particularly like that one. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a bit dull. So this is a potential to go either one way or the other, really. Mm-hmm. Because you've got, yes, they're part of the same monster verse, mm. but the Godzilla films have a certain look and feel. For sure. Kong Skull Island had a certain look or feel. You can't merge the two together. No. So you're going to have to go with one or the other. Yeah. And I hope they go the, the Kong way. I hope so too, because yeah. it was a lot more fun. Yeah. And they showed, 
much more of Kong. Like that was the big mistake yeah. God the first Godzilla movie made was the fact that you didn't actually see Godzilla until yeah. so further far into the film yeah. and and, and I know I I'm getting the impression that Godzilla two does the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you well, might I, see him more. I feel like you see him more from what I've heard from people who have seen it, and I've, I, I have also not seen it myself. Um, but what I did hear is that you do, they, they learnt their lesson a bit, and mm-hmm. you do see the Godzilla more, you see more of the monsters and stuff. Yeah. But, um, not but enough. Not enough. Yeah. And so, and the story of, you know, falls on cliches and tropes yeah. of the genre, which is, you know, kind of bound to do when you're yeah. dealing with such kind of heightened reality. Yes. And yeah. this is the thing. Those things are forgivable. And if anything, they are welcomed because yeah. why convolute something like this? Yeah, true. But the, like catch 22, if you will. You have to show the monster. Yeah. That's the yeah. payoff. Oh, That's yeah. why we put up with the shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's why we do it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So I, I can't say I'm looking forward to Godzilla vs. Kong. So no. I don't mind that it's been delayed. Yeah. But I am curious to see it. I hope it's good. Yeah. I, I, hope... I want it to be good. Yeah. I hope yeah. it's one of the best movies of 2020. But yeah. We'll, I think so too. I guess we'll see. Have to. We will see. And lastly, in the nerdy news this week... Um, more coming from the Universal Monsters mm-hmm. uh, catalogue, uh, rogues gallery, if you will, yeah. of monsters. Um, and we only just talked about the Invisible Man trailer a couple of weeks ago. Yes, that's right. And now we are getting the Invisible Woman. Ooh. Um, so this is going to be directed and produced and starring the wonderful Elizabeth Banks. Yes. Um, and it's it sounds like it might be more of a rom-com uh, or more like lean towards more of the comedic side okay. of horror um, <clears throat> based on like the original, like the original film from 1940. Uh Apparently, was more in the screwball comedy mold as okay. opposed to the Invisible Man and Invisible yeah. Man Returns, who are more horror. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, which is interesting, and I don't know if that's because they, uh, you know, if that's a commentary on the time saying like a woman can't be. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, that's really how I'm, I'm seeing it. Which so, is interesting, considering you had you know that same it's the same year of Bride of Frankenstein, for example. Yeah. Which is yeah. It was a good movie too. Yeah, very but good. But she wasn't played for laughs. No, no. Yeah. She was straight up for all the scares. Um, but nevertheless, uh, Elizabeth Banks, as we know, can do both horror and comedy. Mm. And she does them well. Although we all, all know her mostly for her comedy work. But we do also know her for being a, a very strong feminist mm. and female icon, I feel, in cinema. Especially because... Of the recent Charlie Charlie's Angels film, yeah. even though it wasn't as well received as um, people would have hoped it to be, um, apparently it's still a fun film. Yeah, I, I've, I've, heard, heard. I've heard it's a really good movie yeah. let down by marketing. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, the yeah. marketing screwed it over, yeah. and that happens too often these yeah. days. It's ridiculous. Um, but yes, I don't, I can't see the fact that she's directing, producing, and starring in it. It become like a parody of its. So yeah. you know what I mean? It's not going to be like a, you know, it's a woman, so she can't be scary kind of thing. I feel yeah. like it's got to be, I think it's going to go more down the scary route, the route for me, but I don't yeah. know, we'll see. I mean, it, you can sometimes, it can sometimes be problematic though, if you've got somebody, uh, you know, producing, directing and acting in it. It yeah. can sometimes be, I don't know, it's like if some... 
it works both ways. You've got a very clear vision, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. But sometimes you can always, you can well, you be can, caught up a bit too yeah, much. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you could be like very, you're not getting that ex- those extra uh, perspectives. Yeah. That, you know, like, you know, extra eyes to go over and be like, oh, maybe you should change this, but you're not going to yes. see that, see any mistakes or, or yeah. different options or choices because you're only seeing what you want. Yes, because I know that like Barbara Streisand has had criticism criticisms like that for some of her films yeah. that she starred in and directed. But in saying that, I will now in the same breath say that while I'm trying to think of examples of actors, directors, um, they tend to be more crit- critical of women <laughs> than men when yeah, you think about it. No one, no one ever critiqued uh, Chaplin, for example. No. And I know he is a totally different league. Well, yeah. Not because of his gender, but because he's bloody Chaplin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, well, but, and Clint yeah. Eastwood as well. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, although some of Clint Eastwood was even, even like, and this is the thing, Clint Eastwood was one of those filmmakers that even one of his sort of average films is a lot better than others yeah. <laughs> on their good day. That's true. Yeah, but I think, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how, how this goes here. Yes, yeah. I think so too. Um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Because I haven't seen the original Invisible Woman. Yeah, well... Glad you mentioned that because I was going to say, for those who don't know, the 1940 original was centered on a department store model who becomes the test subject of an invisibility experiment. Upon becoming invisible, she gets back against her main boss, but unwittingly falls into a caper involving gangsters. So I hear that description and I immediately can picture Elizabeth Banks being invisible for laughs and yeah. hijinks. Yes. So maybe they will go that route. Maybe. I don't know. But who knows? But it could still be a fun movie. Yeah. But I agree with you though, Kendall as well. It's like you wouldn't if it was the invisible man, we wouldn't accept that plot. No. We wouldn't link the two together. No. So I want yeah. like how interesting would it be, for example, if like the Invisible Man trailer that we had seen, which looks as freaky as anything. Yeah. But what if that was an Invisible Woman? Yes, we would then go, oh, okay, it's the fatal attraction cliche, rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. But it's a cliche, if you will, that we know is proven as mm. successful. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You know, like, yeah, it's, we, we, we know it worked with fatal attraction, it worked with Play Misty for me. Yeah. And a lot of films since. Yes. So, yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I probably have a problem with just a notion that just because, uh, you know, the, the, the central villain, if you will, or the hero um, who has this monstrous power or ability, mm. we go, oh, yeah, we'll make it funny. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll... But it could be brilliant. It could be. Yeah. It could be. It's definitely got potential. Yeah, um, why not? So we'll find out in a year or two what mm. Elizabeth Banks and co can make. I'm sure she'll do good work with it regardless. I, I'm yeah. sure she will. I, I watch most of her stuff. Yeah. So Excellent. All right, that is the nerdy news for this week. I don't think we really need to return to touch on anything, do we? No, I interrupted you the whole way. It's fine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's good. It was great discussion. Um, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. All righty then, trailer park time. And there are many tumbleweeds <laughs> in this week's, 
Or at least just one, because we only have two trailers instead of the regular three. Yeah, it, you're right, Kendall. Quiet week. Quiet. Quiet week. Quiet week. Uh, but that's okay. No bad news, really. So mm. it's it's uh, it's not not all, not all, you know. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. We we make do. Um, so we have two trailers. Wayne, mm-hmm. which one did you want to touch upon first? Let's talk about the last full measure. Oh. Yes. I, yes. I'm yes. I'll just go. <laughs> like I feel like we both went to talk at the same time. Yes. But you Sorry. you go, my dear. You go. I'll go. Okay. Yeah, go for it. I'm I'm very much going to watch this film. Okay. I, I'm really curious. A, it's based on true story and mm. I live for that. Uh, and B, the cast mm-hmm. is impeccable. Um, you've got Sebastian Stan in probably one of his biggest leading roles mm. in a film. Um, you know, and he's such a good actor, so it's really nice to see him in such a big role, especially with this cast of legends. Like, yes. you've got Christopher Plummer, you've got Ed Harris, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Like, just just astonishing like the, the the roster of actors here um and i just i feel like it's going to go back and forth probably between the flashbacks to vietnam yeah and then the present day trying to get him the medal of honor and mm. oh man but it just it it feels like such a heartwarming and inspirational story and the mm. fact that it's based about this man who you know it sounds like gave his life um, to save 60 men yeah, that crazy. He, he didn't know. And they didn't give him the Medal of Honor mm. for some reason. And so this movie's ex- exploring that and investigating that. and Makes you wonder why. It makes you wonder why. Like, is there something underneath the surface we don't yeah. know? Will the movie reveal anything mm. in depth? Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I was drawn in. It looks like it's going to be emotional. Mm. Bit of a tearjerker probably. But there's going to be some good performances. And I think a really interesting story that's like we've never really seen told, I feel. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, because we have so many war films, obviously. Mm. So many. Um, and they all kind of follow similar. But I don't think there's too many that are kind of like this, where you're trying to like, you know, your main cat, your lead is essentially dead. Yeah. And you're trying to honor him now yeah. by do- going to all these lengths. And you've got this incredible cast supporting this main figure. Yes. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really drawn in by this. What do you think? Yeah. It's a curious piece. I don't think I loved it as much as you did mm-hmm. Kendall. And I think for me, I felt almost like, this is a movie that was, I don't want to say like was preaching to me, mm. but I think the patriotism was oh. nauseating. Okay, fair, that's fair. It definitely is very high on the, the uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I get it. Like if you've got if you've got this whole, you know, oh, we want to give this person the Medal of Honor and obviously fighting for the country and stuff like I get it. Patriotism is there, but some of the some of the dialogue was <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Was was very was cringe worthy because it yeah, was just okay. so I'm going to inspire you. Um so Yeah, that's fair. It put me off. Like the film looks aesthetically good. Like it looks like it's representing its its respective eras really well. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that the cast is phenomenal. Like it's so wonderful to see um such wonderful veteran actors mm. still getting great roles yeah. you know, and still being involved in and mixing with the younger generation yes. of, of up and comer super superstars. Uh, but for me, the overall feel of the film um, just kind of made my eyes roll to be perfect. <laughs> I feel like, wow. yeah, I feel like I hope that over that they've just taken those bits and that it is padded with a lot more sort of, uh, 
proper less manipulative yeah okay narrative yeah That's for me fair. it felt like it is it is incredibly incredibly um, manipulative but i think if the story is strong enough we will either we will accept it um, sure. and not and not mind so much yeah, um, okay. i am interested in seeing this though because it seems like a really interesting story mm-hmm. and the central figure sounds quite quite intriguing yeah yeah for sure yeah okay no i, I don't know because i usually pick up on mm. you know being emotionally manipulated yeah manipula- you know manipulated by uh trailers and and films mm. in general um and just and cheesy dialogue but for some reason i don't know if it's because i'm so exhausted <laughs> or if i was lost in sebastian stan's eyes i maybe. don't know maybe. or maybe this time around you just didn't care because again no. sometimes like i you know we'll watch movies where i go oh you are manipulating me so much past the tissues yeah like do you know what i mean like yeah. i know i am absolutely being manipulated yeah yeah do not care i am all for it yeah yeah uh, one movie that comes to mind that i have seen a few times and i consciously know that it is manipulative that that is exactly what they want me to do they want me to cry at certain points they want to pull on the heartstrings and i am there falling for it i do not resent the film for it where i will resent others there's a movie called with honors with Joe Pesci and Brandon Fraser. Oh, And okay. it is so manipulative. Four and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just putting it out. Just putting it out there. Like I know it's the whole way through. I know exactly what it is doing. However, it does it so well yep. that I am, I am a willing participant. And this film, the f- last full measure might be the same, or maybe it will be for you, Kendall. Yeah. Yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah, so... Oh, my gosh. I'm just sorry. I'm just looking at the poster for With Honours. Yes. And it is just... <laughs> I feel like Goodwill Hunting was inspired by this movie <laughs> just by looking at the poster. Like, oh. even Joe Pesci looks like Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Almost. Well, like. it's, you know, and look, as I said, it is super manipulative, but watch it. Yeah, um, okay. Joe Pesci is a homeless man who ends up having possession of Brandon Fraser's thesis in progress. Oh. And it's kind of like, I will, you know, give you your thesis back if I have a roof over my head or something like that. Or, you know, if you do this for me or do that. It's kind of like that type of thing. Oh, I And, of see. course, they form a really strong bond and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. So it's a totally feel-good Oh, yeah. As I said, manipulative. Yeah. Oh, my God. And freaking Patrick Dempsey looks just... <laughs> divine. Divine. That hair is phenomenal. Yeah. And, oh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oh, stunning. Yes. Wow. All right. But uh, apart from that sidebar there... Um, <laughs> uh, I, knew, I, I threw in a very obscure quickie review never, <laughs> never heard of that film before That's yeah i've seen amazing. it a few times and again i know what it's doing but i'm like do it you're you're happy for it to happen. i am i am a willing participant excellent <laughs> and you know what <laughs> i should probably now visit it now that i've finished my higher education yeah since i have done you know honors yeah correct. <laughs> with honors and now. you know and, and have two theses under theses yeah. under my eye they were <laughs> they were in words <laughs> you got two theses under your belt and two you theses you can't say yeah um but yeah thesi? Thesi? i have no idea what the fucking plural is um but yeah it's fine yeah, yeah. now amazing. that i've done one yes. i should be like oh yeah i feel your pain yeah. <laughs> Manipulate me more. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Yes. Uh, when are we perhaps watching The Last Full Measure, Kendall? Uh, the Last Full Measure, unfortunately, doesn't have an Australian release date mm. as of yet. Um, but in the United States, it's coming out very soon for you guys on the 24th of January. 
just under two months away. Yeah. So have a look at that if you get the chance. Um, all right. And our last trailer. Yes. Is uh, more of a teaser. Mm. Very much so. But it's for a horror slash thriller by the name of Antebellum. Ooh. And it's from the producers of uh, Get Out and Us. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I am intrigued because this trailer had so much going on in it, but none of it was strung together. It felt so disjointed mm. and that didn't put, it didn't put me off entirely from watching the film because I just, I'm very intrigued and I just kind of want to know what story they're telling because at first the way the trailer opens up with like, you know, the, uh, oh, you know, obviously set in the, the slave era. Yeah, it's on a, it begins on a plantation. Yeah, on a plantation in the United States in that time. And this poor woman's being chased uh, and like through the fields and stuff. And, and But then there's a 911 call as the voiceover. Yeah. And I was just like, what is what is going on? Like, this is, is this some kind of grand mm. metaphor commentary or are they using two timelines at the same time? Mm. And then you watch more of the trailer and it shows a present day kind of setting. Yeah. But it also shows the same characters in that 1800 mm. setting. So you're like, what's going on? And, and that plane in the sky vanishes and comes back. And yeah. I know. I'm, and then this little girl, yeah. and something weird about her. <laughs> yeah. I so yeah, it was very all over the shop for me. But I I want to know more, and I really would like to see a trailer that doesn't tell me the whole story, but tells me what just what the plot is. Yes, because you don't really get it from this. No, no. So at it's all. it's a good trailer. It in, is. It in, is a good tease. Yeah, in so far that it makes you want to know more, oh. which means that when a full-fledged trailer comes out, you will pay attention. You'll oh, be for excited sure. for it. Yes. What I guessed out of this was that something has happened back in the day on a plantation to a young slave. Mm. Let's fast forward to present time. Mm-hmm. And this uh, woman who is clearly now dead because hundreds of years later uh, is reincarnated or an okay. ancestor perhaps, yep. or her spirit has gone on yep. uh, living in present day, mm-hmm. but is now being haunted from something that's happened in the past. Yeah, that so makes sense. That's kind of what I've gauged from it. And yeah. now the, the past is literally haunting her or is going, is trying to rectify something. We do have this blonde little girl. So she would have obviously been the daughter of the plantation owner, perhaps, perhaps. but you know, definitely not a slave because she is Caucasian. Yeah. And so would have been around the, the slave woman and yeah, maybe helped, you know, maybe the, the slave woman helped raise her or something. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I that's what I got from it was that some, I like, uh, a, a wrong happened in the past. Yeah. And something in the present has to make it right. Yeah. I feel like it's going to go down that okay, trope that, road. That, yeah. That's, that's, I think that's a good summation. That's what I've sensed from it. Yeah. But uh, it could be anything because the, the, the teaser is what a great teaser does. It teases without telling. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to read the uh, description on oh. the IMDb page yes. as to what the plot is. Uh, successful author Veronica finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality and must uncover the mind-bending mystery before it's too late. That tells me nothing. I know. <laughs> it's still very vague, isn't it? Yes. Um, but I think it's then totally different maybe to what I was saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm so curious. Yeah, absolutely curious. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I just really want to know more. Yeah, same. I hope it's a good movie. I hope so too. Because I love a good thriller. Yes, I love a good thriller. Wayne. Yes, my dear. When could we possibly be seeing Antebellum? Well, the US and the UK are seeing it on the 24th of April. Next year. Next year. Yes. So Australia will have that soon enough as well. Probably around that same time, I imagine. Yes, I imagine so. It's generally how these things work. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. So about, yeah, five, six months to go. Yeah. But it's got, even though it's, you know, whereas we saw the trailer for The Last Full Measure, which tells you exactly what the film is about, Mm. and we might be thankful for that, Mm. uh, Antebellum does not tell you what the film is about, but I'm more excited for it. Yeah, yeah, I think actually, I think you're right. I yes. think I'm more, yeah, the, the fact that I'm so intrigued has definitely got me more excited. To and watch it's that. shot beautifully. It is. It's Visually a, yeah, gorgeous. The cinematography, the, yes. the, the way it's framed and mm-hmm. cut looks really nice. Yeah, really yeah, nice. Yeah, we can tell this is a quality production so I, think I so, yeah. so I hope it's a quality script. Hope, yes, <laughs> he is hoping. Yeah. He is hoping. All right. That is a trailer park for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that now means then it is time for a. Quickie review. Quickie review. Quickie review. Okay, it's quickie review time. And I had the great fortune of going to watch uh, Terminator Dark Fate this week. And uh, I don't understand why it bombed at the box office because it is a genuinely good film. Okay. I really loved it. I loved what it did with the Terminator lore and the franchise. Um, the characters from T2 that return, you know, we see Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor mm-hmm. again, and she's older and she's more badass than mm-hmm. ever, like the epitome of badass. Um, you know, and then the new characters that are introduced, like the new Terminator is fascinating because... Um, like the one that's coming after them, he is similar to um, the T-1000 from T-2. Right. In the fact that he, like, becomes that liquid metal. Um, okay. Yeah. But what what the big difference is is that he can make two of him because the liquid metal can separate from the robotic core. Oh. So you have the robotic skeleton yeah. that that can do whatever. Yeah. And then you've, you've got the, the liquid form that separates and forms the flesh covering yeah so you've got two right. bad terminators wow yeah and that's, it's done so well it's visually awesome yeah and yeah very interesting in, in terms of the action it doesn't get overused either it maybe gets underused a little okay but uh yeah there's some really awesome scenes with that and i really liked it and i also really liked um uh the new the new heroes that were introduced so um the two Two leads were, um, what the characters' names were, Grace. She's a, um, a human who has cybernetic enhancements. Okay. She's, so she's come back from the future. Um, so she's basically the Kyle Reese of this, oh, okay. of this film. She's come from the future um, to protect, you know... The, you know, the person that needs protecting, yeah. as these movies do. Yes. And that's this young girl named Danny, um, And she's really awesome and so basically the movie kind of revolves around these three women so danny grace and sarah connor as they're trying to get away from this uh, very highly advanced uh terminator from the future and 
like it's repetitive in parts as these movies can be repetitive in terms of like the the bad guy catches up to them there's yeah. a big epic action scene yeah they get away yes and then you have like 10 minutes of peace and then he catches let's them do again. it all over again yeah. yeah so it's repetitive in that sense but like you're you're kind of okay with it because like, yeah, it's fun it's fun yeah it's a pursuit it is and they don't repeat any kind of action stuff like they're all in different locations and cool. different fighting styles and <laughs> they're repetitive but feels fresh yeah yeah it's really interesting uh, and of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger returns, uh, and I really liked what they do with his character. Um, he got some funny dialogue. Yeah. Again, um, gotta love it. Uh, and yeah, I think he looked he looked great. Like the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger's in his seventies now, mm. and he I mean he didn't have to do too much he- like uh, heavy lifting in terms of the stunts and yeah. action se- sequences because he doesn't get introduced until much further into the film. Right, interesting. It's, it's very much the three women are the focus. Oh, cool. Which I loved. Yeah, I love the idea of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was powerful. Um, and my favourite thing in this movie was would have to be um, Mackenzie Davis who played mm. Grace. Yeah. Uh, she's a phenomenal actress. Mm-hmm. I, I love her. She hasn't been in enough stuff to get her... I think the recognition she deserves, like, yeah. um, you know, she was in Blade Runner 2049. She had a small role in that. She was in uh, a TV show called Halt and Catch Fire a few years ago. Okay. She set in the eighties. And then uh, she was in one of my favorite episodes and the internet's favorite episode of Black Mirror, San yeah. Junipero. Okay. It's a beautiful um, love story between two women. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's... <laughs> Lovely. My heart. Yeah. So good. And she played the character she plays in Black Mirror, Mackenzie Davis plays, is such the the nerdy, the geeky, kind of awkward, shy girl. Right. The one that we can all relate to. The one we can all relate to. That girl, she's your in. And here in Terminator, she's this ripped, like (laughs) action superstar. Like she's just and she handles it so well with ease, you really believe her. And her story, and I won't go into any more spoilers than what I've said, but I just, I know, I really had a good time watching it. And the way the movie opens is so good. Like, (laughs) I just, yeah, I don't know, I just... It hooked you? It hooked me. Hooked me. I would definitely give it a four out of five. Yeah, cool. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Please, if anyone is listening, get the chance. Go check it out. If you're a fan of the Terminator franchise, you'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah, so it sort of uh, makes up for the sins of the past. It does. It's definitely, not that it's a hard thing to say, but it's definitely the best Terminator film since T2. Right, yeah. Yeah. Far, Far and away. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Go see it, guys. Cool. cool. That's my quick A review. Yeah, good one. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad I enjoyed yeah. it. I was worried when I'm like, it's it's bombed and it's losing like 180 million at the box office. And I'm just like, oh Ouch. God, that's terrible. I don't understand why. Yeah. I don't Get- understand why. Audiences weren't, weren't in the mood for I it. I guess. Maybe they were just like, well, we've, this franchise has burned us before. It'll probably burn us again. I'm yeah. like, well, not this time, people. <laughs> not this time. Get in there. Go watch it. Don't make Kendall go back and watch it 20 million times to make the box office. Exactly. She's done that for other films. I have, and yeah. I'll do it again. <laughs> I will do it again. I'll go back. <laughs> go back. Go back in time and say, come with me if you want to watch good movies. Exactly. <laughs> and then you get disappointed with what she shows you. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so some people think yes but only the those ones. those people were wrong i don't know i think only the people that matter would think that kendall 
Do you reckon? No, no, no you don't, I think, don't so? think so. I don't think okay. so. Okay, so this is the part where Fulia tells us to shut up. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just preparing us for next week. You can't wait, huh? Part of me can't. <laughs> part of me is. I think a very big part of you can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I look forward to having Fulia back in the French head as well. I do. It'll be fun. Yes. It'll be fun. Uh, this has also been fun though. It has. No, it has. I mean that sincerely. I'm not being. I, I don't You're have too a gun, kind. I don't have a gun pointed in my head at all. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, all right. All right. So it's it's time. <laughs> Wayne. Oh my gosh. Hey, Wayne. hey I, I'm back. I'm back. You're back? I'm, I'm here. I'm, You're okay. I, I'm, I'm okay. I've right. I'm, I'm recovered. Good. We still have a show to You're do. You're so funny. Oh, yeah, it's not over yet. Oh, good. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, there's still more. There's still more. This yes. is the good bit. And this is the good bit. Yes. Yes, because it's time for... Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture. Yes. Yes. It's absolutely popcorn culture time. Yes. Uh, so, guys, last week we asked you, wonderful people, mm-hmm. uh, what would you like to see... Added to Disney Plus, whether that's something old or something that's not been done before, basically old or new, classic or, you know, uh, basically original ideas. Yeah. Uh, What would you like to see on Disney Plus and why, Mm. Uh, Wayne? So this is what we want to see, not what we want to get rid of from the platform. Is that right? Yes. I just want to clarify. Okay. So that's the question. Yeah. Okay, I've got yes. no answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could have, you could have said? You're like, yes, I want to see the MCU removed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to exist at all. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, <laughs> I might have to leave now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That is going gonna to make you leave after all the shit I've given you? <laughs> you just said it shouldn't exist at all. Yeah, but you know That's too far. It's not true. You reckon? It, it, okay. Are you kidding? Okay. These movies are amazing. Yeah. You know they're amazing. You know they're good. Right. Okay. Anyway. Should I answer the question? Can you please? <laughs> are you sure? I can't believe it. I'm moving us along now. I know. <laughs> What's going on? Well, you'd be proud. She would. She'd be so proud of us. Yeah. Look, I mean, this is the thing, right? Disney own half the world. Yeah. So anything that you really want, they will have. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they're going to have it on there. Yes. Um, so I, gosh, I thought really hard about this one because it's a difficult for me. This was difficult because uh, you know Disney do have such great, great content most of the time. And what will <laughs> stop rolling your eyes at me? No. You know? So I'm just thinking, you know what? If I want stu- if I want something on Disney Plus, and I don't know if it's on there, but I want stuff that's like obscure, yeah. something that was in my childhood. That was never released on DVD or Blu-ray. You know, that was maybe on a VHS somewhere collecting dust. So I actually want to, because I want to watch this again. I want to watch the sequel to one of my favorite movies of the 80s. That was made by Disney's subsidiary uh, studio, Touchstone. Oh, yes. So, yes. Yeah, so touch, for those who aren't aware, Touchstone was created so that Disney could make movies that were, you know, more than PG. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so for an adult audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of their m- most successful early entries was a beautiful film called Splash. <gasps> yes! And Splash had a made-for-TV sequel. It did. Called Splash 2. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how, how fitting. Yes. 
And I remember really enjoying that movie as a kid. I know as an adult I won't <laughs> because the original Splash is effing amazing. Oh, the yeah. original Splash is yeah. so good. Is uh, stunning. But I I would love to see Splash 2 on Disney+. <laughs> Plus. Wow. And as I said, Disney, you've got bloody own everything else. Everything else you've got is probably on there. Yeah. Um, now, I don't have Disney Plus yet. Yes, I have succumbed to the pressure. It will it will be in the household. Yay! Uh, because, again, Disney's got great films. Yes, of course. And great titles, too. Yes. Uh, uh, but, yeah, but I, but Splash 2 was the one that came to mind, Kendall. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and that one was actually, I think, released through, like, Disney Studios, not sure. Touchstone, I believe. Okay, cool. Because it was made, made for TV, I uh, think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I remember watching that as a kid. I remember having having it on a VHS tape somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, not anymore, but I know it was there and would watch it a few times and... Yeah, enjoyed that. So that's great. Yeah, so from I want obscure titles. I think yeah, from a childhood. I agree. Yeah, and that was the only one that I could really think of. No, that's a good one to, to pull. Mind. Yeah, Very have good. you seen it? Yourself, I, I I don't remember if I have. I think I know of it of it of its existence, but mm. I don't think I've actually watched it because I was I'm gonna ask because yes. I can't remember. Uh, I'm guessing Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks are no shows in this. No, the only person by memory who is in it from the original is Dottie Goldsmith, who okay. played the the um, Tom Hanks's um, sort of funny secretary, who right. was a bit uh, kooky after getting um, hit by lightning. Oh, a- and so she's ba- and so she returns in that film as well. Oh. Yes. I believe Amy Yesbeck played Madison in the sequel. Oh, right. Yes, okay. um, Amy Yesbeck played um, the leading lady in Problem Child, if that brings any pals to anybody. Problem yes. Child. Yes, so she was um, John Ritter's wife. Oh, okay. That helps at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Amy Yesbeck. Yes. And Todd Waring. Waring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's like a redhead. Mm, she's um, beautiful. Yeah, she looks very pretty. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah. I, no, I don't, I don't think I, I have seen this. Mm. Terrible. Yes. Yeah, so it revolves about her wanting to rescue a dolphin. Oh, that's yes. cute. So very, yeah. Very like, you know, kitty friendly and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. I'm just looking at some photos on IMDb. Yeah. 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 yeah cool. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm Disney, gonna... get it together. I want to watch it. Yes. Get it together. <laughs> I so... want, I want to relive this part of my childhood. I can, I can uh, watch that as well. Yeah. Discover something new. Absolutely. That would be great. Oh, yes. so. But how about, how about yourself, Ken? Myself. Yes. Um, so my big thing is going to come as no surprise. Uh, but it's obviously going to revolve around superheroes mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, one of the big, big draw cards of Disney Plus is, of course, the fact that the, uh, you know, Marvel catalog, not just the cinematic universe, but also all the animated mm-hmm. uh, movies and TV shows, a lot of them are now owned by Disney. Yeah. With the exception of those still owned by Sony and Universal. Yes. I.e. Uh, the Incredible Hulk uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home will mm. not be found on Disney Plus as of yet due to mm. the way these legal things work and ownership and rights and distribution yeah. and all of that jazz. So, uh, unfortunately, they're not on there. So, I really want to see them added so you can have a proper... If you want, if someone doesn't have access to the, you know, the Blu-rays or the DVDs, yeah. they can just stream the whole thing. You can binge on them too. And binge, exactly right. So I would like to see those added, and as well as um, the fact that Disney Plus, and it comes as no surprise, obviously, is going, is a very much a family orientated yeah. streaming service. Um, so of course, there's some titles on there that are going to be M, but they're yeah. going to be very lightly. 
M rated, like not very intense or heavy at all, which is fine. Maybe a bit of language. Maybe a bit of language, some slight adult themes, maybe. Yeah. Stuff that goes over kids' heads, you know, that kind Mm. of thing. But I just feel... I feel like there should be an option for, like you said, some of that touchstone stuff that's yeah. more adult to add that on there. And mm. um, as as far as I'm concerned, the, the superhero and comic book films that Disney now own, mm. like Logan, yeah. like, like Deadpool, you know, and a lot of the X-Men films, of course, and Fantastic Four, like some of them are PG, some of them are M, but then some of them go up to M, A, and R, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're very violent. They can get very violent. Of course. Heavy language and all of that jazz. So um, I I just feel like if Netflix, at, at the very minimum, can work out how to manage, you know, parental locks yeah. and tr- censorship for kids and all that yeah. stuff that they have that, you know families can maintain and I've never like all my friends that have kids have never had any problems with their kids getting a hold of the yeah. the remotes and well, does, doesn't Netflix doesn't Netflix even essentially have its own little kids section it so does. if you just clicked on that all of your titles are in one spot yeah and let's be honest kids of like the age where excessive violence mm. would be the most sort of impactful and harmful oh, because yeah. they've not been For exposed sure. to a lot they're not looking for that type of stuff. No. They're happy with the bright colors and the wonderful titles yes, and, and everything else exactly. in the kids section. And gosh, like, let's be honest, who's going to do that better than Disney? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I, so if, you know, if Netflix can do that where you, you select a certain function and yeah. you go into all the kids catalog, right? Why can't Disney Plus have a function where you select the adult range yeah. and and go into that. And even you could have it locked by a pin or a I password. I was going to say, it's all you need is just say enter pin to do Because this. like anyone under 15, 12 yeah. is not going to know their parents' password to Disney+. Plus. And if the kid ever, ever did find out, the parent would just change it. Doesn't have to, you know, I yes. feel like you that would be so easy to set up. So yeah. I don't understand and let's, why. And let's be honest, the most sort of graphic and violent stuff that Disney or any of its subsidiaries are going to do can't compare with what a lot of the other studios are going to do. Yeah. So it's not even going to be that excessive. No, so, no. Yeah. So you're thinking, like, Disney Plus, give us the full catalogue. I agree. Yeah, yeah. is that's that what you're thinking? Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying here. Uh, you know, the too long don't, don't read version is, yeah, get get that stuff on there in that way. Yeah. Like, you know, like get, get the whole catalogue. Because, like, what's the point of acquire not i mean yes you've acquired fox Mm. now and you have the uh, ability to uh distribute these titles Mm. and and repurpose them for you know remakes and reboots and sequels down the track and all of that Mm. um so why not for your big epic streaming service that's been talked up for nearly two years Mm. why would you not go a whole nine yards and put everything on there. So question, this actually is just... Um, or at least have the option to be like, oh, maybe in a couple of months we'll yeah. do it. So now this makes me think, um, and Kendall, I'm assuming, because I've literally just thought about this and I've not heard anyone mention anything, so I don't expect you to have the answer at all. But, um, you know, like Disney Plus have The Simpsons. Yeah. So The Simpsons made quite a few adult episodes. Oh, yes. You know, some involving sex, some involving drug use, mm-hmm. and so forth. Mm. So are those episodes on Disney Plus, I wonder? 
Yeah, I I don't know. That's a yeah. very good question. I would say they would be. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I haven't gone through the entire catalogue. Of course, you know, the, yeah. there's only one glaring omission and that's for stupid reasons. Absolutely. Um, Agreed. Yes, thank you. Um, but as far as like the, you know, the adult content and The Simpsons, like I, I even watched yesterday or the day before, I watched um, the one where uh, Martin's having his party and, and uh, Skinner and Krabappel <laughs> make out and he's little... <laughs> yeah. And then there's, you know, the, the, the part where, you know, the kids catch them making out in the janitor's closet and then they tell everyone they were having sex and making babies and Ralph's like, and one of the babies looked at me. And I know. I was waiting for you to say it. It's like, yeah. Ralph has the immortal description. Yeah, he does. It's so good. And it's such a classic episode, but it is very... It is very skewed to the adults. Yeah. I'm one. sorry. Can I just side? No, I just need to sidetrack on this please, episode. Please. Please do go for Thank it. Thank you. You're um, welcome. <laughs> so it, this is the episode, right, where um, the kids get food poisoning. Yes. And oh, they, you're going to talk about Lisa, I so am talking about Lisa, yes. who has one of the best lines ever. I thought it'd be straight Did away. you really? Yeah. Because Bart questions how she got like food poisoning from the like the seafood. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, because you're a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I guess. What did you eat? She's like, I didn't. I just wanted to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then she lies back down and proceeds to moan in agony from food poisoning. I just love it. Oh, it's so. How good. much of a loser is Martin that even Lisa wants to leave? <laughs> Wayne's favorite characters of all time. You know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a great yeah, gag. It is. It is brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> oh, Thank you for indulging me, Kendall. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I won't troll you for the rest of the episode I will, now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's okay. I'd appreciate that. See? Oh, Kendall's like, that's all I have to do at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I'm safe. Ooh. Is that the Wayne concession of uh, no. of December first, twenty nineteen? Is that what this is? I mentioned the Simpsons, and I don't get to be trolled. Oh, it's the count. It's the counteract. Yes, hey. I love it. The amendment. <laughs> the first amendment. The loophole. The loophole. <laughs> Fine print. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that asterisk. Gold. That's amazing. Gold. Oh, yeah, okay. No, but yes. you're right. Yeah, yeah. no, but, but I actually agree with you. It's kind of like I think Disney can do it. I mean, because let's face it, we don't want them to set up an additional streaming service that has adult content. Like, no. we don't want that. We can't no, no, afford no. that yet. No, no way. Yeah, you're reasonably priced. Yeah. But come on now. Yeah. We got Netflix. Yeah. We got Stan. Yeah. Some of us have Foxtel. Yes. We can't do this. No. Like, we really can't. No, no, exactly right. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know why I'm saying thank you. That's you know, okay. I was like, yeah, so you th- made, thank you. You got to your point and you're proud of thank yourself. Thank you. That's good. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you. Oh man! But yeah, so that's those are our gut reactions on the subject. So, y'all, I just love Lisa so much. Oh. <laughs> She's absolutely fan. And that scene, sorry to sidetrack again, but that scene where where uh, he's like the 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 mathematician. <laughs> and he starts to do the the equation, and so Lisa's true. like, but seven goes into twenty eight four times. <laughs> 
remember what the math magician says in response, but it's very funny. But the fact that like, you know, all the kids are like yep. super like whatever. They're just buying it and well, she's like, no. They're buying it and she's just like, no. no. And then the, but there's a scene where like he reveals himself as the math magician as well. Yeah. And all the kids are like, aw. And Lisa's like, mm. <laughs> just beaming because it's maths. But then she fucking picks it up. And, oh, it's so good. She's, I can see why she's your favorite. Oh, she is the best. She's just. As I said, I, I wish I could have like eight kids just like her. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, the world needs more Lisa Simpson. Absolutely. You and I are the only ones who think that you you know that, don't you? I hope not. She got so much hate and I don't get it. I don't get it either. She's brilliant. She is brilliant. God, I don't know what you're on about. Oh, all right. So those are our gut reactions. And that was, one, that was wonderful. Yes. Oh, okay. Which means now it's time, dear people, to go yes. into your responses. Yes, we've got quite a few great responses, haven't we? We do. And I'm so excited to get into them. Wayne, yeah. who do we have first? Well, we've got our mate Stephen Gostone. Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Now, he said, look, I've thought long and hard on this one and could not find anything I wanted on Disney Plus that wasn't already there. Of course, because I own bloody everything. Yeah, um, right. However, the thing I kept coming back to was the old star musicals, Singing in the Rain, etc. So mm. Singing in the Rain wasn't done by Disney, but I get where he's going with this. Yes. It's kind of like, yeah, take us back to that the old school stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I feel like they will be able to do that because like, uh, the Sound of Music is on there for one. Right. And uh, Gosh, I, I did know Disney didn't do it. They've just bought whoever owned it. it yeah. Yes. So, uh, Fox. Oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The Rogers, I think a lot of the Rogers and Hammerstein stuff is was under Fox. So, okay. I think Disney now have the rights. So, okay. But they've put Sound of Music on there because it's, it's yeah. the Sound of Music. Yeah. Hello. Uh, hello, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an important movie. Um, so, maybe we will see, uh, you know, King and I and South Pacific mm. and Oklahoma. Maybe those films will make yeah. their way on there. Who knows? Yeah. That would be really, really cool, though. Yeah, I think so. And it's like, th- those types of ones, like Santa Music especially, I have to say, just timeless. Absolutely. Like, I, Santa Music is one of those films that was always on, like, TV when I was a kid, and I never watched it. And then I reached an age, sort of like, you know, late teens, early 20s, where I was like, you know what, I've seen bits and pieces enough of this film that I'm going to sit and watch it. And I don't, and I could not sit through it all. Not because it was bad or boring, but, you know, it'd be on, I'd be tired. It's or like, long. whatever. Yeah, it's a long movie. Yeah. And then one day I actually sat down and watched the whole thing. And I've gone, this movie's good. Like, it's actually really good. It is. And phenomenal. then I've watched it a few times since. It gets better with every viewing. I didn't think that would be possible. Yeah. I, for me, I thought, oh, you know, I'll enjoy it the same level. If you, you know, if, after the, se- you know, sometimes you go to second viewing and you go, not as great. Yeah. But, sure. uh, but most of the time it's like, yeah, just as good. Happy to keep watching, you know, yeah. to revisit this. It's a film that actually gets better. better. And you know what? I think that might be even due to the fact, like, I don't know about you, but for me, watching The Sound of Music, um, you know, I first watched it as, uh, Oh, I don't know, preteen, teenager. Yeah. You know, same thing on telly. Yeah. Would watch it. Um, but I don't think I properly sat down and watched it until I was my mid to late teens. But like every time I've watched it since, it's gotten better. And I feel like that's because I've gotten older. Yeah. So my understanding of everything in yes. it has become better. You get the dynamics of it. Yeah. You get the dynamics of the characters. You really care for these characters. You really do. Uh, and you can also appreciate the music. Oh, yeah. You know, because, you know, when you're a kid, it's like, you know, the, the, the chirpy 
fun ones with the little, you know, marionettes and props and all of the mm-hmm. good dances. They're the ones you like. You don't like the ballads, you know. No, I remember hating, yeah. like, li- listening to Edelweiss. But yes. Like, I love that it's, it's now. It's a beautiful song, it's yeah. It's such a nice song. Yeah, I mean, look. Especially if Christopher Plummer sings it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, can't beat Do Re Mi. <laughs> <laughs> The standard. Yeah, you know, can't be those level of classics. No. But you do appreciate it, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's beautifully done. It's shot really nice. It's mm-hmm. like Julie Andrews is gorgeous. Julie, you know. f- sorry to curse because I feel like this is blasphemy because it's Julie Andrews, but Julie fucking Andrews, You man, need it, don't you? Yeah. She is just... Just class. Pure and utter. Absolutely class. class. And Stephen, I know that's not the movie that you particularly wanted, but I will say, having seen Singing in the Rain... Um, I would love to see that on a streaming service. And I've never seen it, so I would um, love to and I, have that access. And you know what? That's actually a movie that I have only seen once. Mm-hmm. And I saw it as an adult maybe two, three years ago. Oh, wow. For the very first time. Yep. Loved, loved, loved it. And I love that I can watch a movie that is you know, as beloved as Singing in the Rain. And you just go, oh, come on, that's old school, which is fine. Mm. I love old school. Well, yeah. But people love it because of the nostalgia. Rah, rah. I came into it. Really not even knowing what it was about, mm. um, knowing the famous, you know, title number yeah. and, you know, the scene that goes with oh, it. Oh, yeah, we all do. It's ingrained in popular Absolutely. culture. Absolutely. But watching the movie and just going, shit, this movie is good. Mm. Like, actually really just being so into it and loving it and really, really enjoying it. I mean, I won't call it like a perfect movie, but my goodness, I can see why it's loved and I can see why people still love it. And I know that you will like it too, Kendall. I'm sure I yeah, will. Yeah, like knowing sort of how you and I have actually quite similar taste in yes, movies. Yes. And that you do appreciate older movies. You don't dismiss them for being old. Like yes, no. Like some people stupidly do. Yes, yeah. you're stupid for doing that. <laughs> Ignoring cinematic history, shame on you. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, because you understand the era they were made. Because you've yeah. got that appreciation. I know that you, you would enjoy that. So oh, maybe, good. Yeah, so we should have a singing in the rain date, actually. I would love yes, that. Yes, because it is a good movie. Yeah. yeah the I, dancing is I, impeccable. Yeah. Well, what, isn't Gene Kelly in that? Yeah. I'm like, hello. Absolutely. Legend. Impeccable. impeccable yeah. yeah. Um, so, Stephen, yeah, good choice. Let's get those old school musicals on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. good job. Thanks, Stephen. All righty. Who Look, do we have next? We have... We have you, your Defender. Yes, my <laughs> Defender, Fight Breaker Upper. <laughs> Uh, the the uh, excellence that is uh, Miss Fulia Cantarmache. And she says, uh, there are so many Disney films that I'm hoping are already on there, but I do want to see The Emperor's New Groove on Disney Plus so I can watch it on repeat. Also, the awesomeness that is Robin Hood because I grew up with the movie and I remember my parents recorded it on VHS. The problem with that was I never knew how the movie ended until I got my hands on the Blu-ray years ago because someone had recorded over it. She's blaming her dad. <laughs> yes. <I heard. laughs> it's always the dad. I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, it was she's the, told me about it. Look, it was the same thing. Uh, my brother and I had short circuit on VHS oh. and dad snipped a bit of it. No. In the middle. <laughs> yep. Dad. Annoying. But I know how much Fulia loves The Emperor's New Girl. Oh. I think it's her favourite Disney movie, isn't it? You sense? I, I, I potentially That is. and Robin Hood. Like Ro- Robin those Ho- two are very much her favourites. Yeah, and yeah. Robin Hood, as like Fulia, we had her on VHS as well. It was one of the few Disney movies that actually play on TV. Because oh, cool. I remember on TV, on commercial TV, you wouldn't see Snow White, you wouldn't see Pinocchio, any of the, the, like the real classics. No. Robin Hood, however, was the one that always sort of 
was the only one that really came on TV. So interesting. Yeah. I mean, these days you see the old ones on TV now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, like I, know, I think even had, yeah, some of the old school ones there. But yeah, Robin Hood was such a favorite. And I, I own it on, on DVD. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like have to, have to watch this movie. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen it? I, I think I saw it when I was a kid, but I don't remember. Yeah. It. yeah. I, I, I love it. Yeah, and I and I can see why Fulio loves it too. Oh yeah. Um, unlike you, Fulio, though, I did have the, we did have the ending, so I knew how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> they live happily ever after. <laughs> surprise, surprise for a Disney film. Yes, yes. who would have thought? Yeah, but I yeah, knowing how much Fulio loves our animation, yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. To Disney that. Disney Plus is for her, I think. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Fulio. Thanks, Fulio. So, Kendall, our mate, Mikey Lister. Mikey! Gave us an essay. Yes, and I love an essay. You do. So, he has said, it's hard to pinpoint something that Disney Plus is missing, because I'm enjoying watching old cartoons that I haven't seen since I was a kid. Probably one idea is to somehow get to Tom Holland's Spider-Man on there, so they can complete the set. Yes, Mike. Yep. So, better still to get any obscure Marvel comic to have their own show, maybe. Yeah. One, uh, one comes to mind is is the less known horror franchise, say Nightmare on Elm Street. No, it's true. In the late 80s, Freddy Krueger had his own Marvel comic, Look It Up, written by Stan Lee himself. What? Kendall's looking this up as we speak. I am, literally. So, Kendall, as you look up, Mikey goes on to say, now that Nightmare on Elm Street copyright has gone back to the Wes Craven estate, that they can make a new one by Disney. I know Disney horror film isn't going to happen, but if Disney has taught us anything, we can use our imagination. Just think about it. Freddy is in Sleeping Beauty, too perfect to mess up. Make it happen, people. (laughs) I'm all for that, Mike. Yeah, wow. I am absolutely all for that. That yeah, that would be that would be phenomenal mm. um, to see like Disney versions. Yes, and I think I'll uh, in some quiet time also look up this Marvel comic. Yeah, oh yeah, of a nightmare on Elm Street. But then Marvel released a lot of comics, like oh, you know, based on films. I huge. Mean, yeah, I don't know if you remember Kendall, but once I had told you that I I'd been reading the Jaws two adaptation, which was produced by Marvel. Oh, as a comic book, yeah, really, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Yeah, like beautifully illustrated and so forth. And it's like it's a book adaptation. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure if the Marvel comics that Mike is talking about is like the adaptation of the movie, which yeah. is I'm assuming it is. Freddie has since I think had his own like sort of comic book title, um, like Jason and Ash have done have as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but maybe it's just an adaptation of the film. Well. I'm just looking on the Wikipedia page. There's a whole Wikipedia page devoted to uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street in comics and not just Marvel comics. Yeah. Um, there's also Innovation Publishing, Trident Comics, Avatar Press, and Wildstorm Productions. Mm. Um, but it's uh, Affair with Marvel was in 1989. Um, Freddy Krueger's A Nightmare on Elm Street was published as a black and white comic book. Um, published in magazine-sized format. The first and only storyline, so it didn't last very long, um, was the two-part Dream Stalker, written by Steve Gerber with art by Rich Buckler. Um, Other than the inclusion of the characters Amanda and Freddy Krueger and the fictional town of Springwood, Ohio, the story does actually not fit seamlessly into the continuity of the films and even contradicts the film continuity in several places. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, The series immediately proved to be Marvel's top-selling black-and-white magazine, even outselling the long-running Savage Sword of Conan magazine. Um, 
so yeah okay but it was cancelled after only two issues had been released um yeah i wonder why yeah interesting uh but yeah that's that's yeah. that's that i had no idea no i did not know that was a thing that's amazing thanks mike you seem to be very obsessed with freddy krueger absolutely lately. i wonder why i wonder mm. half the time he's picking on me yeah i know so i was when i saw nightmare and ultra i'm like oh wayne's gonna get trolled <laughs> <laughs> but then it didn't happen so are you encouraging fine. him kendall never rude <laughs> rude 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 Sorry, no <laughs> Thank you very, very much, Mike. Thank you, Michael. Oh, Great response. Indeed. Next, we have one of my work colleagues, Romney Tate. Hey, Romney. And Romney says, <laughs> Firefly Season 2, because when it's rubbish, we can move on. <laughs> look, Kendall, your thoughts no. on this one? I've got nothing to say about this. I've not seen Firefly. Yes. Look, yeah, Firefly is just wonderful. It's... It's it's a glimmer of a, a, a beautiful show we could have had, even though I mean the first season was it was good, but uh, it could have been so much greater. And now it's just very much a cult status mm. sci-fi show, and it's 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 awesome. And the cast is yeah, it's worth watching. It's okay, only, it's only thirteen episodes, and doesn't really there's a, there is a storyline that kind of obviously doesn't go mm. anywhere because the show got cancelled, but. Um, you know, then you watch Serenity, the film, and it wraps everything up. Cool. And it's very, it's emotional, but it's very good. Um, but yeah, Firefly season two, I, and I love the fact when he says, because it's when it's rubbish, we can move on. That kind of feels to me, it implies that, I don't know if it's like he's saying that in today's uh, time, you wouldn't be able to make a Firefly season two like it wouldn't be good because so much time has passed between when the mm. first season and like all the actors are so much older now and on and they're doing so many other pro, uh, projects yeah. they wouldn't be able to come back. And would it have to be set after Serenity or not necessarily? It, uh, it would because the because of the like the they, aging. they've noticeably aged. Right, it's been fifteen years since the series. Oh shit, really? Uh, Sixteen years actually. Um, yeah. maybe more so. I, think. I can't remember. Ser- if, I can't remember if it was two thousand two or two thousand three. So around was that time. Serenity. Serenity was two thousand and five or two thousand six. Okay, it's a couple of years later. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's like you know, gosh. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Some time has passed. Almost fifteen years. Almost, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if it, you know, they would have to do it, and yeah, you know, certain characters probably wouldn't be in it, but um, and maybe he's just saying that as well because maybe Firefly because it has achieved this cult status that people seem to see it through rose colored glasses as this thing. That's just so great Yeah. because it was, uh, uh, you know, like I said, it was just this example of potential that never was fully realized, Yeah, yeah. you know, so people hold it up on a pedestal and that's totally right. They do. It's not the best show ever. No, it's, it's not the Sopranos. It's not the wire. It's not breaking bad. It's just a really awesome sci-fi show. It's its own thing. It's its own thing. Um, and it has a huge fan base. So, mm. uh, but yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't, I don't know if, yeah, I don't really want to see a season two. Um, I mean, as much as I would love, for the show to come back or continue or to at least return to the universe yeah, or the verse as, yeah. as is said in uh, firefly law. Um, <laughs> I would love, you know, that to be explored. So maybe that would be something cool to see on Disney plus. Yeah. Um, for sure. Or yeah, but, um, or anything Joss Whedon related. I'm mm. there, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of my, 
my thoughts, but I, I wouldn't want it to be rubbish, Romney. How dare you say that? <laughs> it would not be rubbish. I think by the sounds of it, Romney just wants people to shut up about it. I think he yeah. does. He gives me a lot of shit about it. <laughs> Although he's a big fan of Firefly too, yeah. so. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I suppose he just is happy to have it how it is. I doesn't think want so. it anymore. He's yeah. not like, whereas I, I, wear a pin, I wear a pin on my line at work that says, bring back Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, careful what you wish for i know it's the age of the reboot oh yeah and the remake so absolutely absolutely so kerry hughes thanks romney thanks romney kerry hughes said all the parent trap movies um i'm gonna look at disney plus because i thought i saw at least one of them on there so i've seen the original okay and i've seen the remake yep and if there are any in between, I have no idea. Well, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. I'm mm. like, are there other parent trap films I don't know about? No, it feels like um, it's got the potential of a franchise. Yeah. Well, they've got on here, I'm looking at um, my Disney Plus app on my phone. Yeah. Hello, uh, hello Miss Thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, they have the original 1961 film um, that goes for two hours and nine minutes. My yeah. gosh. Uh, so Hayley Mills stars Hayley Mills yes and then uh, what does it say (laughs) one of the disclaimers contains tobacco depictions (laughs) oh yes bless Disney Plus yeah so you're really going to get Deadpool on there people uh, yeah (laughs) yeah I shouldn't really hold my breath should I Mm. Um, and then of course yeah they have the excellent 1998 remake that I grew up on starring Lindsay Lohan yeah it was really good it's a really good movie yeah yeah, so they're both on there so I don't know well I've actually looked up Parent Trap uh, Kendall while you were looking up your your app there there was three made for TV sequels oh cool in 86 89 and 89 again Oh. Um, yeah, Parent Trap 2, Parent Trap 3, and Parent Trap Hawaiian Honeymoon. Ooh. Ooh. Saucy. Yeah. And there's been several um, remakes in India. Oh, yep. Bollywood stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. I am will not insult the beautiful people of India by trying to pronounce the titles. No, no, that's fair. <laughs> I will definitely not hold that against no. you. That's yeah. good. So, I mean, look, it's franchise. Yeah, yeah, okay. That would be really cool to see. Because I, I haven't seen the original mm. Parent Trap, so maybe now that I know it's on Disney+, Plus, I might check it out. But those those uh, TV sequels I've not seen. So yeah, yeah. I hope they're good. Yeah, probably not, huh? No, yeah, probably, probably not, not. Considering it's... we didn't know they existed. No, exactly, now. yeah. But yeah. Carrie seems to be a fan, so... Yeah, go for it. Yes. She wants all of them. She wants all of them. All the films. Give them to Carrie. Yes. And Disney buy the rights to the uh, Indian remakes. Carrie wants them. Yes. Yes. All of them. All of them. All of Do it. them. Do it. Parent traps. <laughs> Parent traps. <scissors. laughs> Parent thesis. <laughs> I did actually look up the plural of thesis. Oh, you did? Yeah, theses. I thought yeah. it was theses. <laughs> oh, dear. Look, I just, I, I went to the same English school as, as Homer with the Flanderises. <laughs> the same thing yeah yeah it's, tv has taught me well it has it really has it's an education unto itself it really is <laughs> <laughs> thanks carrie thank you carrie and next up we have uh the lovely lady that is bethany griffiths yeah hey, beth and she says i don't have disney plus but they took beauty and the beast off of netflix so if it's not on there i'll be pissed Er, then a schoolie on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Hold your beer, Bethany, wow. because Kendall is Beauty and the Beast on it. 
Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and you have every right to be passionate about Beauty and the Beast because both original and remake are stunning films. What a story. Yes. What a bunch of films. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, yeah, they are. They're spectacular. So when you get Disney Plus to Bethany, you have something great to look forward to. Jump on it. Yes. Yes. Her tail is all this time. <laughs> exactly. Yes. yes. Oh, that theme song's amazing. Oh, it, it makes me cry though. Oh, it's so it's, beautiful. It's, oh, it hits yeah. the heart. But it's gorgeous. It's just the lyrics. I know the lyrics. Yes. Just a little change. I know. <laughs> just even like you know, they're the evening friends. Then somebody bends unexpectedly. Yes. yes. It's just what a beautiful picture. Yeah. Oh, the, like this courtesy and I just oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it, it is, sums up everything that's pure and romantic about yes, that story. Absolutely, yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, oh that's thank, how you write them, people. That is. That's how you write them. Oh my god. Yes. Thank you, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. Our mate Philip Hunting. Phil! Um, he's not surprising anyone here. No. And he wants the Star Wars holiday special. He's yes. like, Disney Plus is 100% broken without it. <laughs> and he's going to follow it with a lot of hashtags that I don't understand because I haven't seen the film yet. But no. he says, or the special, hashtag if I had a hammer, hashtag life day, hashtag Wookiee erotica, and hashtag gotta love Beatrice Arthur and Harvey Corman. That's B Arthur to you, Philip. Yes, I was going to say, <laughs> Beatrice, B. B Arthur. Oh. I do know that she sings in that movie, oh. uh, in that special, yes. And I just, uh, I mean, we have to watch it now. If there's a hashtag that says Wookiee erotica. Really? Really, Yeah. yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I think I've heard of the, t- the phrase life day before, and I think it's got something to do with the Wookiees. Why not? I'm pretty sure. Well, it follows Chewbacca mostly, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've shared this, so please stop me if you've heard it. But I did do a bit of re- a very brief research on this holiday special and discovered that it is actually canon. Yes, I know it's canon. Yes. It is. I mentioned that to our mate Phil Hunting, and he's like, no. And I'm like, yes. And he <laughs> paused, paying attention to me during our Skype session, Kendall, oh. to look it up. Oh, wow. And he was reading. And I go, hang on, are you looking this up? He's like, I absolutely am. And he was reading it. He's like, oh, my gosh. And he was then explaining it to me how it's canon. I didn't care. But, <laughs> but he was telling me. And I was just like, for the only time in our existence... I knew something about Star Wars that Philip didn't. Yeah. It's kind of cute. It is very cute. <laughs> Hold on to that. I was happy to give that information to him. And I can tell you, he was happy to receive it. He was a happy man. He loved it. He loved it. He loved that it was canon. He can't be ignored now. No. Never again. Which probably brings us to why he mentions it as his answer. For yes, absolutely. Question. Philip, you need this. You need it in your life. You need us. Need us. Need us? Yeah. You need it. Absolutely. You need you, it. You and I went to the same English school. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. We really did. Oh, boy. And last but not least. Last but not least. Bethany Hunting. Bethany said, Hunting. Look, yes. I know they're doing a reboot, but I want the old Lizzie McGuire series too. <laughs> Bethany, you should have it, my dear. If yes. It's what you want, you should have it. Yes, and I imagine it will be on there. But yeah, I, that was one of the omissions uh, uh, that had people a bit, uh, not upset, but just like surprised. Scratching their heads. Yeah, c- considering the reboot uh, of the show has been highly publicized. Yeah. You know, they're filming it at the moment. and Maybe they don't want to take away from it. Maybe they don't. Yeah, because then you'll be like, ooh, this wasn't as good and rah, rah, rah. Yeah, true. Maybe. Or maybe they're like, 
you know, or maybe they're going to drop it like, you know, a month before this just to... Together type thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good marketing, isn't That's it? That's good marketing. And Disney is very good at marketing. Oh, absolutely. We all know this. Yeah, they know how to do it. They do. So maybe that's what their plan is. Uh, who knows? But uh, hopefully it does get added so hmm. people can, you know, watch and... Like, because imagine if, you know, you you were what you were watching this reboot and you found yourself enjoying it and you're like oh i want to go explore more of this yeah where's the original series it's not on here what the hell is this yeah exactly or like not understanding what's going on because i feel like you would get a better appreciation like the fans are going to get the most out of this reboot absolutely um you're going to get a better appreciation and understanding of it if you've seen the original series yeah, even if sense. you're not a huge fan you'll at least know what's going on yeah exactly makes sense yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah. so i'm sure they will add it I think so. Yeah, it yeah. could just be a clever marketing ploy to do it. Yeah, I think yeah. we've I think we've put the, the nail on the yeah the head there. I think. I think so too. Yes. Great collection of responses. I love that. Absolutely. Nobody repeated anything. No. That was awesome. That brought up some great discussion. I'm, yes. I'm very satisfied. And it's made me want to watch a lot of movies that Same. I <laughs> never thought about. So you're getting Disney Plus now? Uh, yeah. Look, I've always I have. Uh, had the intention of getting Disney Plus. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, good. Um, I don't have... But like it. now the second. Now the second. Let's, where's my credit card? <laughs> <laughs> Take my money. I want the lifetime membership. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, good. Um, no, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely want to go back and deep dive into a lot of these older titles. And, yeah, exactly. And just see what's there and what's not there. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go a bit more beyond what my, you know superhero minded <laughs> self wanted to see yeah because there's more genres out there there are there are there, there are, are so many there are many 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 <laughs> yes many many not everyone wears lycra no <laughs> they probably should but not everyone does yes yeah. yes this is true <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now, what do we have for them next week, Wayne? Next week, we would love to know who is the most memorable character in a film and why. Yes. What makes them so memorable? Yes. Yes. Any kind of character. They could be in, in it for a scene, a, ca- yes. a cameo, uh, you know, a background extra, mm. or, you know, the lead, the, the, the supporting players, like who, whoever, like just anybody in a film ever that's the most memorable for you and, yeah. we, and we want to know why so don't forget to add why yeah and we will have a discussion and use hashtag tell fred so we can find your answers can't wait to uh read those out yeah can't wait to discuss those and bring back some more wonderful film memories i think so yeah yeah it's gonna be fun absolutely oh great okay so uh what's coming up uh, in the future or what's going on with Fred at yeah, the moment? Yeah, uh, Fred's a, a little quiet. Yes. <laughs> Fred is a, a little bit. Fred is a little bit quiet. But not too quiet. I no, think. not too quiet. So uh, from my part, it's all about Fred Watch. So we've uh, just uploaded our World AIDS Day special. Yes, which uh, was phenomenal. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. I mean that. Yes, thank you. It was a... A lovely, uh, a, a lovely and touching story that we did. Uh, so we reviewed Holding the Man. That yes. was out on Sunday. Yes. Feel free to have a listen. And Please do. Rate, review. Yes. <laughs> rate, review, yes. subscribe, recommend, all of it. Yeah, yeah. And also tell us what you thought of the film. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear if anyone disagrees with us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's out. And also, Philip and I will have another Fred Watch out uh, in a few weeks it is going to be epic yeah. <laughs> it's an epic movie so yes. hopefully the discussion is epic i hope so yes uh so that's really from our 
Pint, you'll notice that there wasn't a written review this week. I've been super busy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was watching The Crown instead. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be in the mood. You got to be in the mood. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, but hopefully, um, Marvel Mondays will be back soon. Yes. But yes. Awesome. um, Yes. I I, I need a breather. I need to watch something good. So we'll get. (laughs) Wasn't a dig at you. Okay. (laughs) You need to watch something good, you say. Yes. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is good. If you say so. I do. (laughs) And I think your reviews would say the same. I still think someone's breaking into my reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Altering scores, making comments and all that. No. You would think I was enjoying myself, hey? Yes, I think you are. You would think it. You would think it. I would know it. Yeah, you would know. Oh, okay. Because it's true. It might be. It is. (laughs) I can't troll you. I promised you I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. So I will stop as well. Restraint. Um, yes. yes. So, what but else? no. But hopefully, we'll get back on top of, yes. on top of that. Good. Um, look, Fulia is back yes, in Melbourne. Week. Yeah. So, and she'll be back with us next week. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. I don't think she'll have an incompetent gamer this week because she's still sort of, um, you know, getting back into things. Mm-hmm. So maybe the week after. But you know, definitely keep an eye, keep an eye out on her. Yeah, and, and watch some of her old videos as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, and. Kendall, you and I have a monthly episode out already. We do. Yes. It came out last week where we talked all things DC. Yes, so you know it's a good discussion. Oh, it was so good. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I had such a good time. Yeah, same. Same. Have me back anytime. Yes, Yes. please. You're welcome anytime in the Winifred shed. Yay. Yes. Um, Yeah, but it was a great podcast and uh, I definitely had a lot of fun being a part of it. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, And hopefully you all have a lovely time listening to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kendall, you also had a video or two drop. I had two videos drop last week. You did. It was a nice, exciting week for me. So starting with, uh, the brand new episode of Collectible Chaos Mm. came out. Yes. Um, my top 10 favorite episodes of Charmed. Yay. The original series. I can't believe I have to say original now. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, that was a lot of fun to make and put together and I've had some, Good feedback uh, hey. from some of uh, my friends who have checked it out. Lovely. So that's really nice to hear. Um, so thank you to everyone who's watched. If you haven't, go on YouTube and check it out. Absolutely. Um, and what else? Uh, yes, of course, my Star Wars uh, marathon is continuing with my non-scripted rambling series. Yes. Um, so last week I uploaded my video on Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And it's my longest one yet mm. at all the six I've done so far. I had a little bit more to say. So it's only a couple of minutes longer than yeah. the others. But... Um, I loved it, and yes. I, I had a lot. I just had a lot that I wanted to express. I like Revenge of the Sith. I do. I, yeah. I, I viewing it from a critical perspective, I was scared too, just yeah. because there there is some not so great moments in that film. But and even for myself, I don't think there's there's some moments that are pretty average in that movie. But for the whole, what it it, it sets out, what it you know, it achieves what it set out to do. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. And, um, it does it really, really well. And I actually think I, you know, I would say I haven't seen the prequels for a while, but by memory, Revenge of the Sith was my favorite of the prequel trilogy. It is officially now mine. Yeah. Yeah. Not to spoil the video or anything, but it's, I've decided it's my favorite prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Even though after I watched Phantom Menace two weeks ago, I was like, Oh yeah, Phantom Menace is actually pretty good. But now, uh, now I'm like, no, it's Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, for me. I really like it. I think just because we know 
what happens. Yeah. You know, it's like we know it's all coming to this and we know what happens next yeah. and that's exciting. It's great because it's literally for, it's not about, it doesn't ruin the experience because it's no. not, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah. The entire thing. Like that Absolutely. could not be more true for this. Yeah. So um, if you want to know a bit more what I have to say, please go check out my non-scripted rambling series yes. on YouTube and uh, stay tuned this week for my video on The Force Awakens. Hey. <laughs> An amazing movie. It is amazing and I'm scared to watch it because it makes me cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> An amazing movie. But an amazing movie. Yeah. Yes. So. so you all start binging uh, Kendall's videos before episode nine please, comes out. Please do. So Kendall, are you going to do like just a brief immediate reaction to it? So. Yeah. It depends. Because uh, it'll be like three in the morning. <sighs> Well, I mean, for you know uh, anyone in America or the UK, they that that might watch watch me. Uh, yeah, they'll be getting it at a nice time, but for me, it'll be the middle of the night. So I think I probably will just because I f- I feel like a uh, it's good to do it fresh. Yeah. And b I'm going to be delirious. Yeah. And emotional, no doubt. And so, capture that. Yeah. Why not? It'll be good content. Yeah. Good absolutely. Content. So I might yeah I might get home uh, and do that. That would be fun. Like 4.30 in the morning. Woo, Star Wars. Yeah. Um, we'll just yeah. sit in the car park and go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Might also do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm probably, yeah, I think, yeah, immediate reaction, spoiler-free mm. uh, video to look out for on, on YouTube. And then I, of course, will do a deeper dive with yeah. spoilers that might go for a bit longer than half an hour. Of but, course. Because uh, I'll probably have a lot to say, I imagine. Yeah, because um, especially if you're going, if you will watch it more than once, I don't know if you will, but... You know, I may, yeah. yeah I you may. know, you can then sort of break it up more and yeah, yeah and, and also look deeper because the yes. whole... What am I watching? What am I, you know, like, you know, that first excitement of watching a Star Wars movie is always pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to look for in Star Wars films. Yeah, like exactly. It's, yeah, they're really, generally overall, really well done, obviously. Yeah, I agree. They're fun movies. They are so much fun. Yeah. I, yeah. I adore them. Yeah. Um, so I cannot wait for that. Um, yeah, that's about all for me. And I think... I think what Darth Puddin is back with Incompetent Gamers. I think so. I've last never, week he was I up, I think. never so. know what Darth Puddin is doing. He was up last <laughs> week. Yes. But, you know, that computer of his is unpredictable. Isn't it? We'll see what he does. Yep. Keep you on, keeps you on your toes. It's a mystery. It is. It's a mystery. <laughs> you just never know if that computer is going to work. No. <laughs> or if he's going to play Cluedo. <laughs> <laughs> I like making bad jokes. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. That sounds like a wonderful wrap up. Oh, and Fulia's review of um, mm. Coco. Coco, right? Yes. yes. Oh, yes, it's we been up. Can't yes, yet. that's a bit. That's been up for a while. So head up. Yes. and Have a read of it. Yes. Check out Fulia's yes. uh, animated film reviews. Yes, do please it. do. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're really cute. She makes me want to always revisit these films. I know. And I, watch them for the first time. In my case. Yeah, no, but even some of them I haven't seen before. I'm like, yeah. yes, I will take that yes. advice, Fulia. I will watch these. Movies. She's good. Yes. Yes. It's Love fun. those reviews. Awesome. All right. Okay, that's it. Yes. That is everything. Yep. Which means that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yeah, it was. It's uh, time for the Fred plugs. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred Flag. Yes, it was, and I have been Kendall Richardson.
and I've been Wayne Cellini, and, and you've just experienced a podcast called Fred. Yeah, you have. Oh, yes, you have in your ear holes. Yes. And never forget to eat beef. Remember to eat beef. Yes. Remember. Never forget. Yes. Yes. Well, you forgot last Tuesday. <laughs> you said no more. <laughs> What's a troll? It was an observation no. based on the facts. I know. <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> No, done. This recording is over. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I can't go on. It wasn't a troll. I was just reminding you. That's no, all. No. No, okay. no reminder. No more remind. No, because it, it's ingrained. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. I love you, Kendall. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. I love you, Kendall. Oh, I- Deep down. Over the rainbow. Aww. We're friends again. Yay! (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Bye.